0: Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker. Sup. It's lit, it's lit, fam. Um, dank, dank Harambe memes and uh, fidgets. This, this is
1: what we we needed the cricket to guest star in this episode. It's not going to have been, like, you know, dead. toss it to David. Dude, I can run outside and grab <laughs> it. It's the cricket, Arthur, <laughs> in there. <laughs> I don't think we need a repeat of the cricket episode. No,
0: Um, David is not with us at the moment. He will most likely be joining us during this episode at some point. Maybe it's late, and he went to go see (laughs) Spiderman. So I have no clue what's happening. But we're gonna start. (laughs) <laughs> because it's late so if he comes in you'll you'll know you'll hear him and he'll say it's lit fam harambe fidget spinners um but if you don't hear that he's not here or he fell asleep <laughs> either one uh love you david please come back <laughs> um guys this week i wanted to discuss a little topic something that i've been somewhat it, it, it's just a topic that's interested me for a long time it's like I've always thought, man, I wish I could go back and reread the Harry Potter books for the first time. You know, feel the magic like I did for that first time again. And I wanted to bring that idea over to movies. What are some movies that you wish you could watch again? Or, or TV shows. Um, why would you rather watch them again? Are there some ones that you're, like, happy with having seen them as many times as you have and you feel like you get a better experience every time? That sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, Aaron. Yes. What kind of movies do you think work best in this scenario? Because I don't know that there's a certain genre that is perfect for wanting to rewatch for the first time again. But there's one maybe. So I want to know what you think about this.
1: Well, I mean, that's something that I was debating when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about in this segment, because I was like, well, there's some, com-, like with comedies, it's like most of the fun of comedies is being surprised by the joke, you know, that's why it's funny, because it's subverting your expectations, mm-hmm. so it's like, if you know what the joke is going to be, it's not necessarily as funny, but then I think about films like Hot Rod, Hot Rod. where the first time I watched it, I was just like, yeah, this is it's pretty funny. You got some good chuckles there. But then, like, be, rewatching it so many times, just time upon time on time, and just like memorizing all the quotes and like knowing all these moments, I think it's actually, you know, increased my appreciation for the film. For so sure. I don't know if there's any like broad category that I would say is only good the first time round.
0: Right. I don't think there's one that's only good the first time around. I think the one that you get the most out of from having it be your first time with the film is probably mystery films. But then, like, yeah, you don't know what's coming. You get to be surprised by twists and, and, and shocks, um, <laughs> goofs and But at gasps the same and,
1: time, then, like... You, when you know what the it, like murder mystery, you know who the killer is, you watch it again, you can pick up on all the clues to see who it is and it's a whole different new experience to appreciate so.
0: exactly and uh i just I feel like it it it's less that it's better the first time around, more that you just want to feel that feeling again if that makes sense when I think of things that I wish I could do for the first time again as far as media goes <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's lost I always think of lost and I love lost I rewatch lost on the reg <laughs> because I love it so much and it is one of those shows that going back you can appreciate different elements of, of the characters and their development and stuff like that but it's also that No spoilers for Lost, but there are just big moments in that show that I wish I could just know nothing about and just feel that, like, what is going on again? Because at this point... I've seen it so many times, I'm like, yeah, I know when this happens, I know when this happens. That mystery never gets solved, don't even have to worry about it. Like, uh, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, Lacey, let's let's, let's now pretend that you have any idea what's going on in Lost. I do, No know. one had any idea what was going on in Lost, not even the makers of the show. Oh, so. Lost
0: is so good, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you, Aaron? Um, yeah, so... That's one that always jumps to mind as far as uh, something that I wish I could experience for the first time again. What, what's, what's like the first thing that jumps to your mind?
1: I mean, I don't know if I have like a first thing that jumped to my mind. This is actually a, a topic I struggled to come up with something for a long while because like every, like, like every single thing I could come up with, I was like, that'd be nice. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, I had a good experience with it the first time and then the second time time i was like oh i'm more appreciative of it it's like every single time i watch a piece of media i'm like i feel like i'm a different person like coming out of it so it's hard to say exactly what i would want to go back and experience because it's like i don't i don't know if i'd react to it in the same way if i'd watch it again so I was just so i i got like wrapped up in all like these existential questions (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no i was just like Oh my god, what what what, does, what would it mean if I had never seen the Dark Knight as like a as like a twelve year old and I hadn't seen it until I was twenty one. I was just like, whoa, my entire life would have been different. different. Yeah. So I got completely off track trying to pick something for this topic. Okay. But I do think I do think one thing that I would have really I would really like to watch again for the first time is I thought about the Lego movie. That's because just like on list too. that first like I had didn't have like a whole lot of, I, I didn't quite understand what I was in for, when I was watching the Lego Movie. I was like, oh, the Batman jokes make me chuckle. I like these directors. The animation looks good. Hey, let's let's take you and a bunch of other friends and let's go see this Lego Movie. It looks like it could be good. And then, but then we we're seeing through this movie. And there's just so much cleverness. There's mm-hmm. so many surprises. There's so many just joke upon joke upon joke. And it was just, like, the most fun theatrical experience that I've, like, ever had. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah. That, like, that was that, just, like, the best time in the theaters I've ever if, had. If so
0: not the best, it, it's t- up there. Like, it has to be one of the highest. I can't think of anything that was better, just, <laughs> honestly. Um, but uh, you know, I mean,
1: you just think about things like the, the like the Star Wars moment. Oh my God! Where, we were like st- on where the Batman still the hyperdrive. You think about the moment where they're like, "Oh yeah," a bunch of other worlds we don't care about, and yeah. like, like Bionicle flashes on the screen. It's like all these moments that I had no idea were coming at all, but were just like the biggest laughs ever. So I was like, "I want that again."
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be one. That would be really fun. And I think a lot of things. As far as wanting to, like I said, a lot of things about wanting to re-experience a piece of media is wanting to go back and be in that moment and be in that mindset that you were in at that moment when you saw it. And, like, yeah, I would love to have that Lego movie day play again in that exact same way because it was just so much fun. We were were killing it, you know. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) We were killing it? I don't know. (laughs) We were cracking up is what I meant to say. And then, like, Fantastic Four is another great example where, like, to not know anything about that movie. This is maybe one that maybe people... Laughing would for
1: different go, reasons.
0: Yeah. Maybe not what people would normally think of. I would love to go back and see Fantastic Four again for the first time. I don't ever want to rewatch it for the second time. Um, but it was just one of those
1: things I mean, we this, had this no is a clue. film I've rewatched.
0: Yeah, lots of times. But. Too many times. Uh, but this was just a movie we had no clue what to expect from and then we go in and what we see is complete and utter incompetence and it was shocking and that's just one of those things that i'll (laughs) never be able to forget but also like man just oh my god um like
1: you just keep on getting appalled by the creative choices you're just like i'm I'm sorry the the thing has an abusive older brother that gave him his catchphrase (laughs) Uh, Doctor Doom is a is a recluse. He's, he locked himself into his room and is just
0: wait, 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 has wait. a weird like
1: haircut. And uh, I'm sorry, Sue doesn't get to go on the exploration with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, boys trip It's the only. Fantastic
1: Four, but uh, we're we're leaving Sue behind.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So that's one that I think of. And then also, as far as experiences, maybe was there ever a movie that you appreciate more on the second time? Because maybe something was like distracting on the first time, and you're like, "Oh man, I already knew stuff was coming," so it wasn't like super great the second time. If does this question make sense? Where it's like, uh, like I'm trying to think of a specific example, but
1: uh... I mean, there's definitely been films that I've appreciated more uh, upon rewatch, mm-hmm. but That's, I don't know yeah. what exactly you were trying to get at, like.
0: Man of Steel. Man of Steel, not a great movie. A good movie, I'd say. First time I saw it, theater was so loud. There were kids running around in the theater, like up and down the halls and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, that's no fun. So a little distracted. And that's why when I saw it for the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Because I came out from the first time just being like, oh yeah, that was, I, I couldn't really pay attention to that movie. I think he snaps Sod's neck at the end or something. So then, <laughs> maybe so I could just save myself from having that uh, the lesser, or that greater opinion of it the second time around, <laughs> if that makes sense. Or if I saw it the first mm-hmm. time and pay attention, I'd be like, oh, that wasn't very good. <laughs> because I was expecting <laughs> more, if that makes sense. i not even I get what
1: that. you're saying. I, I have, a, so I have an example of this. Okay. So one of the films that I'd probably want to watch again for the first time because my first experience wasn't as good as it could have been would be Lights Out because oh, no. like the, when I saw it in the theaters we were just I, I was like all excited I was like oh man this movie has like four this movie theater has like four dollar matinees let's just go see a movie and let's go <laughs> see Lights Out whatever I was like all hyped and then we get stuck with this large group with this large crowd that's just talking at the top of their lungs the entire movie <laughs> oh, just. No. And it's, and, and it's, like, one of those horror movies where you're just, like, everything is all about, like, the slow build of suspense, you know, like, the tense situations, the quietness before the jump scares, and you're, like, please shut up. Please, please,
0: <laughs> please. Please,
1: please, please, sh- please shut your face. Just be quiet. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But, so, like, it's, like, a thing where, like, even though I had problems with the movie, particularly the ending, and that ending pretty much almost... So it's, like, one of those things where, like, I don't know if I want to rewatch it because like the ending soured me on the film so much that I'm just like, do I really want to watch this movie again? Which <laughs> is why I've never re-watched
0: before. it. <laughs> just stop what? the movie five minutes before it ends. Just be like, all right, there we go. <laughs> That's the end of the
1: movie. I did it. Good movie. But it was a film that if I was only going to experience it once, I would have preferred to experience it in silence.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't disagree. Silence is the best way to experience a movie. And I know this didn't bother the people I went to go see it with, but, oh, my God, when I went to go see Get Out, it was so loud. It was so loud. And, like, people were just talking. People had their phones out the whole time. I'm like, guys, please, please, <laughs> like, please just let me watch the movie. But that didn't really ever get to happen. But, again didn't really sour my my experience with the film. I I still still one of the best of the year, I think. But um yeah, any any ones that like you just wish you could experience a twist for the first time again.
1: I mean, that was definitely other ones I thought about cuz I was thinking, you know, like do we mean like experience for the first time again like being like I know everything that I would have known? the first time going into it, or if I, if I, but if I could choose instead to experience a film for the first time, as in knowing absolutely nothing about it, right. then I would want to watch all the films that I knew the twist ahead of time because uh, they were just such prominent pieces of pop culture that I hadn't, I had known the twist before I even watched the film for the first time. So films like Psycho, Psycho. films like The Sixth Sense.
0: Dude, we're on the same even wavelength like Split, right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like, these are films that I knew the twist ahead of time, and it's like, it completely changes your experience with the movie, and so I never got that experience of being surprised by these big twists.
0: Right. I mean, we're, we're living in a time where people alive can remember this, but could you imagine just seeing Psycho and not knowing that Marion Crane dies within, like, the first 30 minutes like just going in and be like what no (laughs) like she's the main character (laughs) like
1: yeah especially like going back and if you had watched it like when it was originally released and like that was like the the like movies were a lot more like actor focus i suppose back in the day especially like in the promotional material right so it's like they relied a lot more on big names to draw you into the movie. We're
0: getting back so to that like, time. Again, if you
1: were in that mindset, I don't think we're getting back to that. I think we're getting to a time where it's just going to be the the brand name, the
0: yeah, t- studio. I think it's a, a little like, bit of It's both. a
1: Marvel film. It's a it's a Disney film. It's an A24 film. But how many I think people, that's what drives How many people now? see
0: Chris Pratt and are like, yeah, I'm going to see that because Chris Pratt's in it. Maybe I'm just speaking I for mean, myself. I, I, I see Aubrey Plaza and I'm like, well, I'm seeing that movie, so...
1: Yeah, it's still factor That's definitely what helped <laughs> Jurassic World get $2 billion. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. I do think overall it's more of like studio is what's pushing the promotion nowadays.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, twists. Uh, let's see. Ones that I wish I would know nothing about. Well, coming up next week on Gateway to Cinema, Memento. I really wish I could go back and <laughs> know nothing about that one um yeah stuff like that uh this is gonna sound and then I
1: think there's there's films okay okay
0: this one's going to sound like because I know you don't like this movie but I like this movie and I've rewatched it once since the first time I saw it and it didn't hit me nearly as much as it did the first time and it's also one that i knew everything that was going to happen the first time i saw it so it'd be fun to go back know nothing and see how much it would hit like see how much harder it would hit me the first time and that's titanic Uh because titanic (laughs) wrecked me man i was wrecked for like the Uh, whole rest of the night man that's a serious problem a lot of people real people died aaron get it because yeah was a real real life tragedy
1: where hundreds of people died too soon aaron too soon, and it happened a hundred years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that would be one that would, I think would be fun. <laughs> fun, not really fun. <laughs> really, I, I really think you don't understand how much this movie hit me. I know you don't like it, and I know you think it's like emotionally manipulative garbage. And I know you only like to watch. I mean, the part I don't. The hate people it. die.
1: I, I like the ending. <laughs> yeah, you like the part where the people die. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part. Yeah, it's exciting.
0: <laughs> real people, Aaron. <laughs> but, like, my
1: well, God. Well, if this film was so concerned with real people, why would they center it on a fake couple? Okay. <laughs> tell, me, tell me that. That's a good, tell that's, me that, Lacey. You know,
0: I don't, I don't need to justify this movie's existence to you. But, Aaron, could you imagine going <laughs> yes. back and not knowing about the old people who drown in their bed together? Clutching and not, each other. What if,
1: what if you didn't know the Titanic sunk at all? Like imagine you had no preconceived notions whatsoever. Oh my god. And you're just you're just like, oh, it's a charming little romantic movie. Oh my <laughs> god. Two hours into this, things are looking
0: good. Oh my god, that would be No, that's the way I want to experience this movie. Now take back everything else I said. I want to experience it not knowing the Titanic sunk. Oh my god, yeah, that would be great. So Titanic is up there, I guess. Um, this chair is squeaking a lot. It's almost as bad as a cricket. If you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know
1: what you're saying. No, neither do I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think another. I think another category of film, though, that would be fun to watch for the first time is like the films that I've seen just so many times and can't even remember the first time I watched it. That I would want to like go back watch it for the first time and be like. Is this a good movie, or is it just like a situation where I've seen it so many times that I've just like tricked myself into thinking it's a good movie?
0: Prometheus. Are we talking? Are we talking about Prometheus here, Aaron? We're not talking about Prometheus because I'm it's about like stuff like because it's not like a good uh,
1: movie. We're talking. I'm talking. No, I'm not kind of Prometheus, but yeah. what I meant more was like stuff like. Uh, Wizard of Oz or Shawshank Redemption, where it's just like, you've seen it on cable like 20-something yeah. times, and you're like, do I like this movie, or do I just watch it all the time? To be clear,
0: I could speak on Wizard of Oz, can't speak on Shawshank Redemption, have never seen Shawshank Redemption, so... How
1: have you never... Wait, how... How have you never... <laughs> seen the shock every day.
0: Is it the Do highest you rated not movie watch on IMDb? AMC? No. Like we never had ever? AMC. Because it's
1: out. on every single day, pretty much.
0: I that it is the highest rated movie on IMDb, I believe, so that would make sense that they're playing it odd ad, na, ad nauseum on, uh, on AMC. on But uh yeah no, i have never seen it. That should have been on the list, Aaron. I
1: that well it's not one of my like favorite. I, like I'm trying to say, I like. I don't know if I actually like this movie, or if I've just seen it like 20 plus times. Now I'm just like, yeah, this is a good movie. I mean, I feel like it is a good movie. It's like great hot cast,
0: rod. hot rod, interesting
1: is, story. That's yeah. my kind of comments. You you probably know some of them. oh I know a lot of the Shaw film already.
0: Yeah, I know how the movie ends. Like, it's like, the DVD cover is the end of the movie. So I was like, oh, okay. Good one, guys. You really you really cared there. Um, but
1: yeah. Oh, so it just reminded me of, like, one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. Like, I because okay. this, it's from The Last Man on Earth, okay. the TV show with Will Forte. I'll show you the clip after we're, like, done with this podcast. But it was, like... I was writing something, and I suddenly remembered this quote from the show, and they're talking about the Shawshank Redemption, and then I went back and watched the clip, and it's just like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, but you'll relate to it.
0: (laughs) Okay, alright. We'll have to watch that. Aaron, I think we somewhat covered this topic. Um, Yeah. It's like one of those things, like, I feel like a lot of times rewatching a movie is better in a lot of ways. But there, you know, sometimes you just can't beat that first time. That first time, mwah, it's. Mwah. <laughs> C'est magnifique, I think is how you say things in other languages. Um, but it's like, uh, but watching things for the first time, it's like the, the last rose of summer. And it starts fading away in fall, and you never see it again. But you're always longing. You're like, oh, rose.
1: Is this a, is this a, is this a metaphor? Or is there, like, a literal, literal literal rose of summer?
0: Yeah, Titanic. Titanic? Yeah, rose.
1: Titanic is the rose.
0: No, no, rose is in Titanic. Guys, or Aaron, not guys. I don't think so. Aaron, let's move on <laughs> to the uh, right. upcoming movies of the week. I
1: did not start this war. So, uh, we
0: got some movies coming up, Aaron. Do you not with, know what
1: movies it is? Do we
0: want to start with the good ones or the bad ones? How many do we have? I think there's four. Or there's three. Sorry. Let's start oh, with I the I thought bad, there were only two. Let's start with the one that's almost guaranteed to be bad. Move up to the one that okay. could be okay. And then move to the one Since that's going to be really awesome and I'm excited. Okay,
1: since since David is not here, I feel obligated to say that you should not announce your opinion of these movies when introduc- I introducing them. I, like, thought I, on, on, I
0: thought I could you get away with it. Come on, Lacey.
1: You can't get away with, with it. it just because David's uh, not here. Oh I'm gonna god. I'm gonna back him up on this. Oh my god. You know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so Wish Upon looks awful. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm not wrong in saying that. Um.
1: Okay, Wish Upon looks awful, but at the same time it looks like the kind of terrible horror film that i'll like watch as soon as it hits instant streaming i'll just be like I, like the day it comes up i'll just be like yeah i want to watch that dude i'm going it to watch so awful.
0: the hell out of this movie let me tell you that right now <laughs> i won't like it <laughs> like i'll like my time <laughs> watching it i will not like the movie um i can already pretty much guarantee um the one thing in these trailers that has me like, okay, I'm a little excited, are the Final Destination-style kills that happen, um, which is like, just give me another Final Destination movie. That's all I really want. Yeah, yeah. I don't I need Wish
1: say, Upon. <laughs> so. You want Final Destination 6. Oh what my god, you want.
0: how are they not making it? Oh, Why did I not go and see 5? Because <laughs> they
1: wrapped it up so well. Just let a horror franchise end when it should end. Just just let one be. Just, right. Can we just have one that ends?
0: Can we make a prequel series called First Destination?
1: Have you seen all the Final Destination movies? I've not seen the fifth one yet. Oh, you need to watch the fifth one.
0: Yeah, see, why am I lo- looking forward to wish upon? Where like I could just watch <laughs> five and it'll be a brand new Final Destination movie to me. I've seen bits And in also, five. I saw the gymnast part. That's in five, right?
1: That, yeah, that's in yeah, five. Yeah, that
0: part. Oh.
1: <laughs> but but compare that to uh, the the kills you got going on here in the trailer where we we have like the garbage disposal and the the woman with the really yeah. long, like braided ponytail and it's just like she leans over. And flips the switch and the garbage disposal like pulls her it down. It's like mm-hmm. that's not supernatural. That's just stupidity. Yeah. That's you can't, like that's you like you can't make, can't make this your big tag on your trailer when it's not scary. It's not the box doing anything. <laughs> See, remember alright, so this is a little throwback to two years
0: ago. Remember in the trailer? for i'm trying to remember the name of it unfriended when their one friend sticks his hand in the blender and then that happens (laughs) that is scary (laughs) that's like something that's happening against his will like he's doing it but it's against his will i'm like all right that's better than her just being dumb like no one she's not like oh being forced to put her head like next to the sink she's just an idiot (laughs) so it's like uh it's even that's better also unfriended, really underrated. It's pretty good. Everyone go see it. Um, but
1: watch it on your laptop.
0: I need to do that. Not in a theater. I need to watch it on my laptop. That would be pretty cool. But I uh, am yeah. so wish upon Joey King's in it. I like Joey King in the two movies I've yeah, seen sure. her in. Um,
1: so not Independence Day Resurgence then.
0: I'm sorry. What? She was in that movie? What? I didn't even know she was in she that was, movie. She was in that movie, yes. Um, no, the ones I'm referring to are The Conjuring and um, uh, White House Down.
1: White House Down. you liked White House Down? White
0: House Down. Now, White House Down, the better of the two White House Down movies that year.
1: Well, that's not hard considering (laughs) Olympus has fallen, then went on to give us London has fallen, (laughs) the Um, worst movie of 2016. Yes,
0: we agree on that one. Um, uh, No, yeah, I didn't like like White House Down, but I was like, okay, Jane Tatum, Jamie Foxx, alright.
1: But, uh... Anyway. I think it speaks
0: volumes that we're trying to avoid talking about uh, Wish Upon.
1: (laughs) Um... Which, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it, but there's no way I'm ever going to pay money for it. I'll oh, catch it when right. it hits the streaming service. I'm going to pay money for
0: it. <laughs> I'll go in the morning and be like, all right, here we go. Show me something good, and I'll be very disappointed. Also, no reviews are out yet, so, uh...
1: Always a good sign.
0: Yeah, that's, uh... shows a lot of confidence in your movie. <laughs>
1: so what's the next uh, so movie? So the next
0: one's To the Bone. Um... Which is a Netflix movie? Actually, I don't know. I don't think Netflix actually produced it. I think they bought it, uh, bought the streaming rights to it. Um,
1: I don't know what this movie is.
0: You've not heard anything about it, really? Okay, because there no. was a bit of a bit of controversy so. surrounding it. Um, it's a movie about. I, Internet, don't hate me if I'm wrong about this. I believe it's about anorexia. It might be bulimia. Um. With oh gosh, what is her name? Lily Collins, um, is the lead in this. Um, and this is where I'm a little I'm a little I understand both sides of the argument here. Where one side's like, hey, it's good to get this out here, show people they're not alone, and you know, maybe bring awareness to the issue, and the other side's like, well. It also shouldn't be like an instruction guide on how to be anorexic, which I feel like a lot of movies like this are, if that makes sense, where it's like, hey, here's how you can do it and not get caught, kind of thing. Um, So, I don't know, it feels very much like the 13 reasons why argument to me, where it's like, just be a good parent, like, you know, know your kid and be like, hey... Is my, is my kid mature enough or is maybe, the, are they dealing with something? Maybe I should, you know, know if my kids are dealing with something too, but you know, I don't know. It's a very difficult subject, but I think art, if it is art, has a right to exist no matter what, as long as it's, you know, not hate speech, I guess. I don't know. It's a difficult, <laughs> it's a really difficult. Um, I I get what you're saying. It's a really difficult
1: I, I understand topic. what you're saying. I don't know anything about this film, but...
0: Um, critical reception is pretty good right now. So, it at least deals... That at least says in my mind that it deals with it in somewhat an okay way. Where it's not, like, horribly egregious or anything. So, I don't know. It's It'll be on Netflix in this coming week. Uh, on Friday, I believe it goes up. So... I'm sure you'll see lots of uh, thought, piece, thought pieces, think pieces, and all that on the movie very soon. So, um, <laughs> and how it's ruined the youth I'm of America sure I will. and uh, all that. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably end up watching it, especially when it comes to uh, the rush to get 2017 <laughs> movies in at the end of the year. So, um, also, female director, and I was realizing. I think there might be more female directors on my list of movies from this year than there are not. So I was like, huh. Pretty good year. I'm pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. So I don't know, to the bone. Check it out if you want. But Aaron Yes. <laughs> <laughs> more for the planet of the apes. I'm hyped. Mm-hmm. Slight throwback to Last Topic. Remember when we went to go see Dawn for the Planet of the Apes and the subtitles were wrong? They messed up the subtitles?
1: No. I remember them having, like, weird, like, the bars at the top and the bottom screen that they were, like, half transparent or something. Yeah, like, the
0: subtitles went down into the black bar, like, went into the letterboxing. So, and, like, it was because it was in 3D or something. But that's one that I would like to see for yeah, the first time again. Okay. Not broken. That's why I went back to that. Um, oh, God. Aaron, this trilogy is so good but yeah, so far. yeah, Dawn
1: of the Planet of the Apes, that was phenomenal. Yes. I'm like, blown away when I saw it in theaters. Just everything about it, from the special effects, obviously, to the, just, like, the way they made, they fleshed out the ape characters and their world and everything. And it's, like, you don't even get to the humans right away. It's, like... No. That's the kind of, like, risk-taking that I want out of my big summer blockbuster movies. Like, a film that's not afraid to let us spend 40 minutes with apes before we int- we're introduced to any actual human characters, basically. So,
0: Yeah, um, I just, I'm so excited. This is just one that ever since Dawn, I was just... I'm like, all right, give me the next one. I'm so ready for the next one. Please, this is so good. Um, I think Matt Reeves coming back is a great choice. Um, He -hmm. really handled the last one. My God, Aaron, Dawn is so good. I was just thinking, because I was thinking of Matt Reeves being the director, and I was just thinking, oh, yeah, the film's beautiful. And that tank shot, oh, my God, the spinning... uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh a highlight of cinema for this decade so far, I'd say. Like, that is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I don't know if it's the same cinematographer as Dawn, but I assume it might be.
1: I mean, it, it looks like it. Very I, similar. But I, as far as I can tell, I yeah. mean, it looks it looks beautiful again, as far as I can tell yes. from the trailers and everything. So.
0: Um... I've been on media blackout for this movie. I, I saw the one trailer, the very first one where they have the horrible trailer dialogue. It truly will be a planet of apes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Woody never change. Um
1: there's some kind of some kind of suicide, suicide squad. squad,
0: yeah. Um,
1: welcome to a, welcome to a new world of gods and, and monsters, monsters. Lacy. Well, welcome to it. Oh,
0: I'm welcomed. Welcome. <laughs> I feel
1: welcomed. Sure, it, yeah, the mommy sure was a was a welcome it was a to welcoming something
0: movie. It really was. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So that aside, um, I'm sure it probably won't play like that in the movie.
1: Um, I wonder if that line's even gonna be in the actual movie. If it's, and those just trailer specific lines. We'll see. I don't know.
0: That, that's a good question. I hope it's not, because it's a bad line. Um, I think it's a bad line. <laughs> but everything else that, that I've seen from that trailer, I was just so sold on. It's hitting that same sort of darker tone I like to call Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, The Empire Strikes Back of the Planet of the Apes franchise because it is very much the first one had some silly moments and oh it's a lot of fun and the second one's just like no, nope, the world's screwed, everything's screwed, everything sucks and it's like oh, your hero's kind of beaten down at the end and um then you're just
1: How <laughs> many how many how many think pieces do you think this film is going to generate? We're like, "Hey, here's some, here's some political subtext we can draw out of this." <laughs>
0: Yeah, probably a lot. And that's the thing I love about these movies, at least this recent string. I mean,
1: the... Well, I mean, the Planet of the Apes movies, going back to the original, has always been about having that social allegory. Right. And so it's like, I don't... I'm not saying I wouldn't want political subtext in this movie. No, I'm not saying I'm just either. not going to read the think pieces. <laughs> no,
0: that's what what I'm saying is that that's one of the things I love about this these movies, at least the most recent ones, is that... They're smart action movies. They they have a lot to say. Um, and not, not to say that I think the original Planet of the Apes is one of the great sci-fi movies of all time. But after that, it kind of dips down slowly after every movie. Or it just gets more yeah. and more stupid <laughs> as it goes on. Um, and then you get to the 2001 Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, which I haven't even seen yet. Because I'm like, I don't... I don't even do, want do you to touch know the twist
1: that. of that one, though? Do you know?
0: It's like the opposite of the original, right? Isn't it? I kind don't know. Of. I haven't seen it. Um, I know there's like a monkey Abraham Lincoln.
1: or something. That's yeah. That's the twist. That's yeah. he Mark um, Wahlberg leaves the planet. In a spaceship comes back, finds the Lincoln Memorial has an ape on it. That's that's their ending. Yeah. Abraham yeah, Lincoln. It's kind
0: of the opposite. I don't know. I, I don't want to watch that movie. Um, I know there's a Paul Giamatti monkey in it though, and that's where I'm like, hell yes. yeah, I want to. That's the only thing I want to see in that because <laughs> I hope it's just as over the top as his. He rhino. didn't.
1: He, they didn't give him any makeup or anything. They just
0: <laughs> and they're just like, here you go, Paul. <laughs> he's like, I thought I was playing an ape. And they're like, no, man, you just just be you, man. And they're like, oh yeah. And every other scene, they refer to him as like an ape.
1: Oh no, or he's an... he's yeah, he's he's still playing an ape. They yeah. just they're just like didn't go on a costume or anything. They didn't tell just him. Like, well, it's going to let you be you. <laughs>
0: they were like, be a human in this movie. And then he ended up like, acting like a monkey. It was really weird. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Andy Circus man. Um, it's really a shame that he doesn't get as much recognition for how fantastic of an actor he is. And I think um, even just from Rise... And then to Dawn, and then where it seems like he's getting even more material in this new one, it's like holy crap! How is he not being recognized as one of like the great actors right now? Like, I just I don't it don't, it blows I my mean, mind.
1: I would say it's very much because of the technology and the you know the digital overlay of his performance. That right. at least I think what you're talking about is like kind of like award contention and oh, yeah, stuff course, like that. Yeah and it's it's like our award systems aren't adapt aren't adapting mm-hmm. to modern times really, so
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't know I feel like if not having like Andy Circus be nominated for his role as Caesar, have like a separate category where it's like best c g i performance or something to that effect or it's like hey or uh. I don't know. There's yeah, a lot that's of what some people have been talking
1: things. about is like a separate category. That for. would be.
0: There's a lot of things that the add whole, to the Oscars. Motion capture, talk performances, kind of thing. Right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's not the first issue the Oscars should be no. addressing.
0: No, but if I had to add categories, I'd also add like best stunts. Who did the best stunts this year?
1: Best stunt work would definitely be a good one. Best trailer? But at the same time, we don't want these uh, the Oscars to run longer than they usually do. No,
0: but you want to because like three hours
1: people. and thirty minutes is like that's that's my limit. Like, but what you could do is you could just cut off. You could cut out all the like annoying little <laughs> bits jokes. that they do between the awards, and yeah, just, just like, hey, award, let's bring a bunch of random tourists into the Oscar oh, God, hall, e- and they don't know that's that that's that is what they're going to be doing, but also clearly they do, because there's no way we would let people in here if we didn't know how they would react. So, Um, funny bit you got there, Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, we can
0: hate on that bit
1: all we want. Almost as good as your messing up the best picture announcement but That was was a good one.
0: (laughs) We can hate on that bit all we want, but I'd say still, overall, he was a good host. I'd say most of his jokes landed, and I'm glad they're having him back next year um anyway just don't pull anything like that again man um
1: so it happens again and they're like oh yeah you're you're definitely not oh no anymore. not
0: the not the mess up i was talking about the the buses the bus thing the tour but, oh yeah, okay. definitely. Well, that too yeah. definitely don't mess up again and then that's a pattern <laughs> that's like yeah you're the problem here all right um so yeah uh i'm very excited I, I will hopefully be seeing it the night it comes out. Hopefully David will go with me um, because no one else uh, likes the Planet of the Apes movies or has seen them. So I might have to get people to watch them.
1: So I am going to be out of town Again. this weekend as well. Karen, poor so planet. I'm I'm don't know when I'll see this movie, but I'm definitely very hyped for it.
0: You got a double feature Spider-Man and uh, Planet of the Apes.
1: I'm hoping I'll see Spider-Man before I leave, but yeah. If 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 I don't, then yeah, I'm gonna have like a triple feature. it will be like Spider-Man, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and Dunkirk. I'll just be like oh, in the Dun- theater all day. Yeah, because but... July is apparently my biggest, my busiest month this summer for both travel and for movies. And it's yeah, like, it's a big this, month. This isn't working out.
0: Anyway, so guys. Oh, not guys, Aaron. <laughs> they keep doing this. I like I like that David
1: is still here in spirit though. When yeah. you say guys, it's guys. like
0: Um He te- he just texted me he's out of the movie, so he might be on in a few minutes.
1: He's just um, out of the movie now? Yeah. hmm.
0: <laughs> yes. It's guys. one AM Yep. He must not have been going into the movie at the same time he told me he was and he just didn't respond. He's like, I don't have time to deal with this. Um anyway. Guys, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. In your eyes, the light, the heat, in your eyes, I am complete. What's up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Aaron. Have you uh Yes.
1: you watched a lot? I I have watched quite a bit. Okay. Well, what'd you watch? That's- you want, oh, okay, I, wasn't sure I, was you just, like, I was just wondering if you to see if you wanted to go first. Okay. No,
0: man, I, I can go at any time. I'm just cool like that. Well,
1: I will begin. So, Dude. I want to start off by telling, telling you guys... I'm just saying you guys, because David is here in spirit. But you guys thought that I was wrong. Because last week, I was on here, and I was saying I started watching Fargo Season 3. And I was Uh-oh. like, you know, this season... It's not that great. Like, it's not as good as the first two seasons. It's kind of... It's not as interesting. It's not as well-made. You got a great cast, but it's not as good. Yeah. Finish the season. I was wrong. Like, this... (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. The show... This season of Fargo picked up so much in the back half of the season. Like, it, it both... Ramped up the the plot lines like everything got like a lot more interesting a lot more quickly and all that, but also what was really great about this season is that they had a lot of like thematic subtext that they were building throughout the season, and it's really only when you get to the like the final two episodes that they start like tying all these themes together, and it was just one of the most Fascinating seasons of television I've watched in a long time because basically what they're I love what the season revolves around is like the idea of storytelling, both like why we tell stories, like what we get out of stories, you know, what stories mean to people and stuff. Like there's this there's this cool feature, you know how in uh you've seen the Fargo film now, right? Yes, so Aaron, we talked when, about it. Yeah,
0: you should know this,
1: Aaron. So when it <laughs> But like it opens, it says like this is a true story, and uh-huh. then all the words fade except for true. Okay, yeah. And then true just lingers on it. So the first two seasons of the show continued that as well. The third season, what they did is they, this is a true story, but then they faded true, Ooh. and it's just like this is a story. Just like what's going on? What's going on with this season? And then, but so like the whole season is basically about stories, but it's also about like deception it's about lies it's about misinformation it's about like people who would like malignantly lie in order to like get away with crimes and stuff and like the way Mm -hmm. that like providing too much information or like distorting facts or hiding facts under tons and tons of unnecessary convoluted information sort of stuff and it's all this wonderful subtext that is so relevant to the modern like political climate. And so you're just like watching this build over the season. You're just like hashtag way too relevant. And so I actually I'm I'm changing my tune. Highly, highly, highly recommend season three of Fargo. It's probably my favorite season of television I've watched so far this year. Wow. It's just, I mean, great cast, as I mentioned last week, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Carrie Coon, Ian McGregor in dual roles, but also just, it's so, it's such a fascinating and relevant season of television to be watching right now, so I would highly, highly recommend it.
0: That's awesome. Um, would you say it's the best, or would you say that that early dip? makes it your favorite but not
1: the best of the series I think I, I think like if I were to like rank the seasons I still think it's probably the the weakest season just because it is uneven okay because it does take it to take like halfway through for it to become really interesting but I just think it it's hitting at the right time like right. the commentary that they're trying to make at this moment just makes it a really phenomenal season of television, even though I think that, just in terms of entertainment, I think it's not as good as the first two.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I can understand that. Alright, cool. I hope to get to this show at one point in my life, but who knows? Playing a lot of Ratchet & Clank, you know, that has to take precedence sometimes. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. Anyway... I,
1: so uh, also this week, watched another film from the AFI Top 100. On the Fourth of July, watched Yankee Doodle Dandy on TCM. So it's an interesting film. It's about uh, what's his name, George Calhoun, I think is his name. Sure. And he was basically just a big Broadway star. He created a lot of hit musicals, and he made like popular songs like "Over There." You know, the the Army Anthem thing Over for here. World War One or two, essentially. So, yeah, yeah.
0: My dad so sings like... that every 4th of July. <laughs> Not even kidding. He, uh, this, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Listen, listens sometimes. So, I'm going to tell this story, though. Um, okay, okay. So, uh, this kind of... I think this might have been two years, maybe last year. He, he took two sparklers and started, like, dancing with them. He went over here, over there, and they just kept doing it, and my little sisters thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever, so now it's just kind of, like, sure. a tradition. He sings it now, and so, uh, that's a, that's a weird thing that happens in my <laughs> life. So over here, over there.
1: Well, I mean, if you if you wanted to know the backstory around the creation of that song, check this movie out. It's pretty entertaining. A lot of humorous moments, lots of musical numbers, you know, it's basically like his greatest hits, like, taking the songs from all his biggest Broadway shows, so... Mm -hmm. so yeah I enjoyed it it's it's good 4th of July entertainment
0: oh I'll have to wait till next year now darn
1: yeah I guess so alright other movies I watched this week watched Don't Think Twice
0: oh yeah how'd you like it
1: and I was pleasantly surprised Mm -hmm. I think they did a really good job really funny really great cast and you know I really liked how they took the time to kind of like flesh out all the members of this improv crew, because like when I heard the description, you know, like one of the improv crew members makes it big and what ramifications does this have on their group dynamic, kind of thing. I was expecting, you know, the focus of the film would just be like Keegan Michael Key's character, and it'd just be like, you know, following him through, and then like the other people would just be side characters. But it's very much like all of these characters; it's all their stories. It's about the group, not just about one person. So mm-hmm. I thought it was very well made.
0: I love, and this is a scene that I've gone back just to watch this scene because I'm like, I don't really know that I want to watch the whole movie again. That's one of those experiences, like, I saw it, and now I'm like, all right, now it can sit, and that can be my experience with that movie. But Mm -hmm. the scene that I have gone back to watch a couple times now is the scene with, uh, I think it's Jillian Jacobs. That's how you pronounce her, her real name. I don't know what her character's name is in that movie oh i but wouldn't know <laughs> that whole not ending but i guess the climax of the movie when she just does oh no
1: when she does like i don't want to do spoilers i, do not but, spoil it, I mean
0: it's, it's on netflix so i think I like people, it's pretty it's pretty accessible for people but her whole big emotional scene in that and it just gets me man i'm like that is so good it's so good um that it makes me wish she got better roles like that. Cause she obviously has those acting chops where she can be really funny, but she can also um, really deliver <laughs> a really emotional scene. That's like comes out of nowhere. And you're like, Oh my God. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a good, good movie. And then another big movie I watched this week that we're going to have to talk about a little. It's all raw. Mm-hmm. So, and this was for a while your number one movie of the year. So it, it might
0: still be. I gotta again. Baby Driver and Raw are so close. I'm like trying to, you know, figure out what happens. I need to let them sit for a little while longer. Let them so put them into a pot and let them cook. You know.
1: Yeah, I understand that because I don't want them you to be know, raw. there's a lot go. There's a lot going on in in Raw though. Like it's a very it's a very well done. Horror movie. It's a very stylish horror movie. I like the slow pace of it. I like the, like, like the like kind of like quirks to it. I suppose where it's like funny at certain moments and kind of just like being a weird little movie, just just, like making light of its cannibalism. But at other moments, (laughs) it's just like the most brutal, like, flesh tearing aspects of it. That finger. And I do think it has a lot of. uh,
0: it it's still, <laughs> excuse me. out. It's so real looking, and it's such like mm-hmm. a huge moment in like that the, movie.
1: The whole like texture of it mm-hmm. is so good. Like the the whole little like practical finger they made for that. It's yeah. like,
0: oh oh, got it. Gets, oh, I love it. Oh it skews me out, but yeah, in a good way. In a good way.
1: Mm-hmm. And then yeah, just like a lot of great like thematic subtext though. Just like the exploration of you know like the animal nature versus the higher moral calling and you're just and everything's like tied into this same central theme so it's definitely a film that i think might change positions if i ponder it more i don't know i put it at number four for the list Mm -hmm. for my uh, list for my the year and i think that that might be as high as it goes currently because i think get out logan and baby driver all clearly are, are all films i clearly enjoyed more than this Mm -hmm. but I don't know. We'll see how it weird ends up at the end of the year.
0: And yeah, like I I can't, I can't disagree. I mean, that's such a high placement for this weird came out of nowhere movie. Um, So, I mean, I'm not going to argue. This movie just hit me in such a weird way. I mean, I've talked about it so much already, but it's Mm -hmm. nice that you've seen it. I can finally have someone to be like, Oh God, isn't raw amazing. (laughs) Like, so that's, uh, that's nice. And uh Not like the first foreign film I've ever seen, but the first one that I've seen that was like, oh my god, this is so good. Because I just have not seen that many foreign films, so it also has that kind of, uh, not emotional resonance, what I'm looking for. Like that tie to me, I suppose. Like, that, it'll be tied to me in that way. Um, Yeah. It's still, like, number two, because Baby Driver's just so gosh darn fun that... It's hard to put anything up against it, but Raw is going to be one that I think the longer it, it sits and the longer I think about it, it might still end up being number one. But if it ends up being number two, it it's going to be a very similar list to last year where I had La La Land at number one, Amusing music. And then The Witch me, at number and two. And The Witch, yeah. Two very similar movies and two very similar spots, or four similar movies in four similar spots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's definitely a, a horror film that I'm going to have to think about because there's a lot of nice things going on. You know, it's very much this year's Neon Demon. I hate you so, so much. I'm like, what to... is he building
0: up to? <laughs> I can see it on your face. I'm like, he's going to laugh, but what is he going to laugh about? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh no, it is not this year's Neon Demon because it doesn't suck.
1: Um, it's this year's Neon Demon, so that's that's my recommendation for this film, oh my God, that it's no. this year's Neon if Demon. If you
0: hated the Neon Demon, don't let that put you off, please.
1: If you, if you like the style of the Neon Demon, then this film is basically exactly the same. I don't understand how someone could like one and not the other. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> final item this final item okay, I have a little bone to pick with popular culture, just like just like popular culture in general uh, is this okay what I
0: think it is because
1: I watched this film, I watched Say Anything this week. Uh. And I was like, okay, I had never seen Say Anything before. It's a, it's a coming of, it's one of the most popular coming of age films of all time. And I was like, I've never seen this before. I should probably watch it. And it was a ten cent rental on Amazon, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that now. And here's the thing about Say Anything is like, if you say the name of the movie, everyone automatically jumps to the scene where John Cusack is standing outside the girl's bedroom, holding the boombox high playing her a song and everyone's just like oh it's this big romantic moment you know it's like that's gonna win her over like easy a did that at the end of their movie because it's an homage to that and i was like okay this is the big moment of this movie that's gonna be the climax that's what i'm getting in for i know how this is gonna end he's gonna win her back by playing the boombox i watched the movie and the boombox scene is like insignificant yeah it's like it's like this tiny little bit and she hears the boombox from outside she rolls back over in bed she doesn't pay attention and instead, the climax is all about, like, her dad getting arrested for tax fraud. <laughs> I'm like, why did the boombox scene become so iconic? I don't, I, now, wait, I don't understand anymore. This, uh, this this just shattered my entire world. Because I was like, I, I don't understand this movie anymore.
0: <laughs> on a basic level, do you like this movie?
1: I love this movie. Okay. I thought it was phenomenal. I, was I thought say, the performances were great. The...
0: Because no,
1: no, I, I, I love this movie. It was, it was great. It has that. It really had that like emotional resonance. You know, like the idea of like what am I gonna do with my life? You know, the the typically like coming of age mm-hmm. uh, type drama, but it it's a very good example of that. So it's love the film. Just don't understand how the boombox scene got to be the big deal.
0: The reason I got so excited—it's like all the all, all these. No, continue.
1: What sorry. do you think? It was... No, no, just the reason oh, I got I so saying, excited. Oh, my God, go, go, Aaron, go! <laughs> all like all these young heartthrobs who are just like, oh, th- that's the way to win the girl over. You just got to stand outside her bedroom window with the boombox. It's like it didn't work it didn't in the movie. Work, yeah. Stop telling our young teens this. <laughs> this isn't the. Uh, <laughs> this isn't the. uh, Uh, answer yeah no the reason i got so
0: excited was because i thought you were going to say you hate it and then i'm like because (laughs) marissa hates this movie and that's why i got up i was going to be like aaron hates (laughs) say anything too she hates it i've not seen it but she's like i don't understand why people like it i don't understand why people think it's good not even a good love story she's like everything sucks about that movie and it's like our aunt's favorite movie So, that's the reason she watched it, and it was just, I I got really excited, because I was like, oh, she finally has someone who hates say anything now. (laughs) But nope, she's still on. She's still on.
1: I definitely do not hate this movie. I highly recommend you watch it. Especially since you love The Graduate so much. Yeah. Watch this.
0: John Hughes, right?
1: No. No? Really? Cameron Crowe.
0: Cameron Crowe. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's the same kind of...
1: It, yeah, it's very much the same kind of John Hughes style. So if you like those movies as well, watch this.
0: I do. So, um, All right. Cool. All right that, was, that was my week. That was it? I feel like I saw one that I wanted to ask you about on your letterbox, which feels weird. It feels like I'm, like, stalking your letterbox.
1: <laughs> I mean, there, there was one film that I also watched on the 4th of July...
0: No, no, But not I'm that one.
1: saving the... No, yeah, I, I don't... Is not, not that one?
0: It's not one that you could have used for your blog series, and if it is, or if you are wanted to do something special with it, we'll just cut this out, but you watched Heat this week, too, right?
1: Oh, I did watch Heat. Do you want me to talk about Heat? Yeah,
0: talk about Heat, because that's a movie I hear a lot about, and I want to know if it gets the Aaron seal of approval or not.
1: Well, yeah, because Heat was another one of those... Ten cent rentals on Amazon, and I was like, "Well, this is also a film I've heard a lot about, and I mm-hmm. wanna wanna watch it." And you know, it's a pretty good movie. Like, you know, it's it's uh, again like the Godfather Part Two. It's one of those films I'm watching. I'm like, "Hey, remember when uh, Al Pacino <laughs> and Robert De Niro were great actors? Like, like remember when I would be excited to see them in a movie? Like." It's another example of that. Like, they're both in this... Both great performances. It's really fun watching them, like, play off each other. Even though they only have... Share, like, a few scenes together... Throughout the whole thing. Right. So that's great. The action is great. There's, like... Especially this, like, one shootout... Like, halfway through the movie. That's just, like... Really great action scene. One of the, like... Best directed action scenes... I've seen in a while. But... My one problem... With this film, and it's a major problem, it's way too long. How, how long is it? It's three hours long. Nope. And does not need to be at all. Nope and out of that it's one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. It, <laughs> now, yeah. my main question, are there Glengarry Gary, Glenn Ross levels of great monologues from Al Pacino in this movie? <laughs>
1: Not not Glenn Gary Glenn Ross level because Bro. I don't think you can top that. Oh my god. But there are god. some there are some great moments.
0: Stupid. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. But it's so good. Okay. Good. Alright. Uh, that's one that I hear so much about like all the time. And I'm like, I want to watch mm-hmm. this. I just don't know because I hear it from a lot of like a lot of other people who are like either older, and I'm like, does this still hold up? Because a lot of people, oh yeah, I saw that when it was in theaters and it was real good, and I'm like, well, does it still hold up in 2017? But it's, so it's nice to know every once in a while a little bit of the it, Aaron Hans Yeah,
1: thing. it still holds up, just too long. Okay.
0: Well, I guess we'll get into what I watched this week. Uh, okay. I saw a little movie called Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't know if you've heard of that. Is that one. what it was called? Yeah. Um I've not heard of this movie, no. Yeah, it's Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, uh, it's, it didn't seem very big. It's not like both showings on Thursday night were sold out, which is like really weird for that theater. No. It's not like that. Um <laughs> yeah, no, it was Spider-Man Homecoming. If you
1: couldn't tell it's actually Spider-Man Homecoming. Um I think we could tell. And are we? Are we limiting you to five words on this because we're doing a spoiler cast? Or I hope so
0: I don't know if you're gonna see it. <laughs> like if you you can see I, it by I next week, I will see it right. at
1: some point. But
0: if hmm. but if we're going to be doing a spoiler cast, it would be next week. So
1: I'll, I'll see it at some point.
0: Okay. All right. Well, fine. I'll, I'll limit my my thoughts. All I'm going to say is David was right. I was wrong. I would be really, it would be really funny if David comes and he's like, I was wrong. Jacob was right. And we just kind of flip, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I just wanted to say, all right, five words. Um, I'm trying to think here. Best comedy. Worst superhero. Two... It, two words hyphened, still amazing. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, that's hy- uh,
1: hyphenating still amazing does not make sense <laughs> grammatically. So. No, it,
0: it makes sense. No, um, quick, I, I'm going to actually say words because we don't even have David's to uh, fill in the rest of the time for the segment. But, um, Spider sure. Homecoming, I think it's really great. Um, I loved all of the teen comedy stuff. And all the superhero stuff, I was like, that this movie would almost be better without the Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> and uh, but it's the Spider-Man stuff's not bad. Let's not to say it's bad. It's just underwhelming compared to how absolutely funny this movie is. And that's something I was not expecting. This movie is hilarious, and um, all of the the cast members, even the little bit players. Oh, I mean, Donald Glover's in this movie. and it, I, Which is something I forgot going in. I know David made a huge deal about it, um, like, when it was first announced. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I forgot about that. Hannibal Burris and... and um, God, God, guy from Adventureland. I don't remember his name. But anyway, uh, just a lot of smaller bit players who do... Who have some of the funniest lines in any Marvel movie... Yet, and it's—I don't know. I, I thought I, I thought I was going to hate this movie, and maybe the expectations are a little bit of what drove it up so high for me. But uh, it's currently my number eight for the year, um, and I re, like resituated some things, um, so it's just behind Logan and just above Wonder Woman. I pushed Wonder Woman down a little bit because this is a movie that I think. Here's here's what's a little. It's difficult in ranking stuff like this. I think Spider-Man works on more levels than Wonder Woman works, if that makes sense. And that's why it's like they're very close. Wonder Woman works as a action movie. DC action movie. Spider-Man is so many different things, and it balances them so well... And all of the performances are great. There was not a single person in this movie that I was like, that wasn't very good. Where in Wonder Woman, there are a couple characters who I'm like, well, that's not good. And that character kind of sucks. This movie just, it nails nearly everything it's going for. And I think even where it does slip up and falter... It's not that big of a deal. I don't know if that makes any sense. It maybe you, <laughs> once you see oh, it, maybe you'll sense. see where I'm coming from a little bit more. But
1: <laughs> yeah, that would help if I actually get yeah. to uh, uh, watch well. this movie. I will at some point. Mm, sure you will.
0: Yeah, sure. I get it. You're just not as big a Spider Man, Sp- fan as I am. Peter Parker, where he swings on the webs. Also, God dang it, Peter, Peter Parker. So cool. what?
1: Is, is Peter Parker in this movie? Yeah. Peter Porker, The Amazing Spider Ham. Yeah, yeah. See, is yeah, seeing in this in movie? It.
0: Yeah. No, it's not. Also, Michael Keaton, one of the best. Michael uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton's The Vulture, one of the best uh, villains the MCU has had. Which, again, was not expecting. So, this movie just blew me away. Uh, I was very happy with it. All right. And then I watched Iron Man. Yep. Yeah. And that's the only other thing I watched this week um uh, uh my little sisters one of my little sisters wants to start watching the marvel movies because she wants to see spider-man i'm like well you kind of need to see all these other ones first so i was like let's just try iron man if you don't like it then uh will we'll, you know we'll try one other one and then we'll just go see spider-man um and i'll just explain to you what you need to know going into it but she liked iron man and she was like, uh, eh, it just wasn't, like, the beginning was kind of boring. I'm like, yeah, as a kid, I could understand the beginning being boring. And, like, there's not very much Iron Man. Yeah, it takes movie. a while
1: to get to the Iron Man action. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so I'm like, I, even though I think it's a worse movie, I think she'll like Iron Man 2 a lot more. So I'm going to end up going through all these MCU movies again, I think. Um, but that's awesome that she likes them. And she'll probably start coming to the Marvel movies with with us because... I don't know, it's good, she started liking Star Wars, and I'm like, this is a good, this is a good track to get, to get on, here we go, and she likes Star Wars, and I'm like, well, let's watch a little bit of Iron Man, so, alright, that's, that's all I watched, so, um.
1: Oh, <laughs> light week, but, uh, it, it really all right.
0: was, I, I, kept wanting to be like, okay, well, I got my Cohen Brothers collection in, I want to watch some of those movies. I'm like, eh, it just ended up getting too late, and I'm like, I don't really feel like being up till 2 in the morning. And then, you know, Okja, I want to watch that too, but we'll, we'll get to it. I'll get to it. Guys, sure. let's move on to the Devil's Advocate segment this week. Aaron, would you like to lead us into it?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, yeah. This is the segment where we take a film that is... Critically acclaimed, and make the case for why it's actually a bad movie. Or we take a film that was critically panned and make the case for why it's actually a masterpiece. And so, uh, I don't know what the film is this week. <laughs> <I forgot to laughs> it's it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Is it Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Yes,
0: it is. It might be Rise. Okay, so I don't know which one I picked. So now I'm not even sure. I can do either. You Pick picked Rise. Let's, okay, Rise. let's do Rise. We talked
1: about Dawn, Dawn is a lot. Too we didn't talk to about it. Off, you damn dirty no! so, so rise yeah as we were all hyped for or uh, for the plan of the Apes but I think it's important to note that this film this trilogy just didn't start out on a strong note at all because rise uh-huh. of the plan of the Apes is possibly the worst plan of the Apes movie of all time yeah right.
0: Oh, I agree. I I totally agree. Um I mean, here's the thing. It's just not believable. Number 2, number 2 you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because okay, we're going off of a, a we're, we're making a sequel to a movie that already made no sense. So you kind of have to go in being like, "Okay. All right, monkeys are smart, uh, whatever." And and the first one it's just like, "Well, it's hard to do that." because i thought i was getting a serious think piece by james franco about animal testing and what i get is monkey's smart monkey's smart now no monkeys don't be
1: smart yeah. <laughs> i mean the 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 thing is they're like they're trying to be like oh look at how terrible it is when scientists play god i mean then mm-hmm. Monkeys take over, but at the same time, most of the film is about how awesome it is to have a smart monkey living with you. Yeah, and you're just like, like, I I don't see the downside here because I just want to hang out with Caesar and have him be my best friend. It's like you're not, you're not, you're not making your case. You're, you're, Mm -hmm. you're just like, hey, don't experiment on monkeys. But then you're like, but hey. If we experiment on monkeys, we can have smart monkey friends yeah. that hang out with us and do cool things. It's like, you're, you're not making your animal rights case very well, no. you know? Just
0: And then, this is just <laughs> disgusting. This was a disgusting part of this movie. How dare they, when they're going to the redwood tree, the redwoods, the, the um, the, um...
1: The tree, yeah the forest
0: yeah. The, is it the redwood forest red. is that what it's called
1: yeah the, red, the redwood forest.
0: <laughs> um it's when they're they're walking <laughs> it's when they're walking through the redwood forest and and the monkey uh, i don't even want to give him a name he's just a dirty monkey he, he sees he sees the dog with the leash he's like why do i have to wear a leash and then james franco lets him off the leash that's not that's just teaching people how to be a bad pet owner all right, he may be smart, but he's not no person, Aaron. <laughs>
1: ah, no. Yeah, you're 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 teaching you're teaching people bad uh, national park visiting skills. You know, like you're you're supposed to keep the pets on a leash, mm-hmm. so they don't run off into the national park, and then you know.
0: Yeah, and run into wild animals, the
1: disrupt the environment. It's it's like you're not you're not teaching good behavior. Monkeys James don't Franco belong
0: there, you know.
1: You know, you know James Franco is actually one of my biggest problems with this movie, because oh, yeah. like you see a man like James Franco, and you're like, I don't buy him as a scientist. You know, like yeah. like you lost me at the at the first point in this movie because you're like, oh, well, uh, James Franco as a scientist,
0: yeah, yeah I don't buy it's that. Not
1: believable. And then you and then you have this moment uh, where they, they like, j- have a time jump. They're like, oh, Caesar's running off into the forest, and he's swinging around the trees. All of a sudden, it's like a couple years later. Mm-hmm. James Franco hasn't aged any. No. He, he he looks the same. How am I supposed to know it's a time jump if all you do is tell me it's a time jump? I'm not going to believe you. To be clear... This film just isn't believable at all. I don't know how
0: long it takes for monkeys
1: to get big. Pat,
0: that... That... Anyway, how long does it take for monkeys to get big? I I don't know why you're asking <laughs> me. I'm just wondering because you seem to be nitpicking. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, this, I, that's the point of this thing? No, I know. I just am really curious now how long it takes for monkeys to get big. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me.
1: Okay. I, I, I don't have an answer for you. Um...
0: Yeah, so then, also, I just, really, the Golden Gate Bridge, Aaron, really? We couldn't think of a better place to have our climactic battle. It's not like every other movie has yeah, it's had a, cl- a climactic battle on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah,
1: Golden Gate Bridge, never seen that before. Yeah. I haven't seen that in Godzilla earlier that year. I haven't seen that in uh, X-Men 3, The Last Stand.
0: No, Godzilla I came seen out what? three years after this movie. What? Rise was 2011. Oh, right. I was, think- I was thinking of Dawn of the Third Ace This the same
1: year as Godzilla.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least they don't pick it up with their magnet powers that we all know monkeys have. It's like, that was nice of them to show some restraint. It's like, I know monkeys have magnet powers, but they're like, oh, we could make them pick up this Golden Gate Bridge and fly it over to monkey land but they don't because they you're like you know what An- another fox movie did that before us and we can't we can't
1: copy yeah fox do you, have, do you have like one idea fox <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on here
0: yo it's red that's some cool colors they have in a movie <laughs> um yeah
1: so another, another problem with this film is it didn't do what a Planet of the Apes movie is supposed to do oh, yeah. and give us a nice twist ending. Mm-hmm. You know, first film, one of the most iconic twist endings of all time. You oh, know, it yeah. blew it up, the blue yeah. planet up. It's Earth all along. The Tim Byrne version, you know, you got that twist. Abraham Lincoln, as we mentioned earlier in this podcast. Abraham. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, you have that great twist where all of a sudden they just blow up the entire planet and you're like, Wait a second, if they blew up the entire planet in the second movie, why are there more movies? And they never explained that, but that's, that's, that's what makes it such a great choice.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. The twist is that there will be more movies. You know there are more movies,
1: but how? But th- this, this film, it just kind of ends. It's just like, well, yeah. gotta, gotta end it somewhere. Don't, don't really know where we're gonna go with this, but uh, the monkeys just ran off into the forest, and that was, that was something. It's like there's there's no twist. No twist.
0: There's... Has there ever been this is not a nitpick, but now I'm thinking about Planet of the Apes. Has there been a line in either of these movies that's like give to Caesar what is Caesar's? <laughs> because if there hasn't, my god, they're missing a great opportunity there. <laughs>
1: Maybe you should write the next one.
0: I really should. Yeah, Matt Reeves is just gonna step down. Whoever wrote those movies, and like, oh, we need someone. And I'll be like, yo, I could throw a lot of good Caesar puns in this. Let's do it. Um. Anyway.
1: Well, I mean, can you do any worse than uh? It truly will be a planet, planet of, the of the apes. apes.
0: <laughs> oh God, I'm sure I probably could if they gave me enough rope. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so then it's also like, well. That, that that scientist guy, corporate... No, he wasn't really a scientist. He was, like, a corporation guy. It's like, ooh, capitalism's bad. All right, enough of your liberal agenda in movies, all right, Hollywood? Ooh. Oh, no, I, you're
1: not what? bringing out Alex Jones' bag for this. No, I'm not bringing I'm gonna, it back gonna, this
0: time. I When David's not here to get exasperated about it, <laughs> it's not as fun. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, God, not this again. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Um, so that sucks. Anything else you want to add, Aaron?
1: Um, no, I think I'm good.
0: Well, Aaron?
1: Alright, well, that was our case for why Rise of the Planet of the Apes is a terrible, trashy film. It's just, it's not believable in, like, any respect, Mm -mm. doesn't have a twist, and pushes bad behavior so, and a liberal agenda. Well, that, that was, that was you know part oh, of, the, of the bad okay. behavior, obviously. You and know, also,
0: I just want just... to point out, again, the monkeys never use their magnet powers that we know all monkeys have, guys. All monkeys have magnet powers. Yeah,
1: that's, that's just science.
0: If I don't see that in war, I mean, I might have to be done with the series. Um, just magnet powers.
1: Guys. Yeah. Fool was... me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice.
0: Oh God, what is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool- no, wait, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, chicken. Oh God, I don't even know what it is. But it's like fiddle dee dee or something like that. Well, anyway. You need to watch BoJack Horseman oh, again God, before four. the new
1: season. Um,
0: guys, this was the final so, yeah, doubles advocate that, segment. That yeah. For, Next for at week, we will have while. something
1: new in this slot. God, Do we even know what we're
0: doing?
1: <laughs> we'll figure something we're out. Even it. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, let's
0: move on to the bad movie of the week. Oh my
1: god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh?
0: No! Uh. Ooh, Aaron, I have one that I think you might be able to dig down on with me. Um, okay. I said dig, just so we're clear. D-I-G. And, uh... <laughs> and, what? Um, this is, uh... I didn't...
1: I don't know what I was supposed to miss mis- here. Um, um
0: <laughs> Nope, we're just moving on. And, uh, this was a, a bad movie from the year 2010. Um, it was, it was a sort of reboot of a franchise that was fairly big in the 60s. I guess it made enough money to get a sequel because it did a few years later. I don't know. I didn't see that one. Um, but this is, of course, the uh, the <laughs> attempt at getting more money out of the sort of 300 phase that everyone was going through. Oh, no. This is uh, Clash of the Titans. Oh. <sighs>
1: yeah it's bad
0: it's it's really bad (laughs) like even as how old was I when this came out I would have been 14 I guess yeah 14 um even as a 14 year old boy this movie couldn't hold my attention number one it's super boring (laughs) like why is this movie so boring number two why is all the action so horrible why is it all so
1: horrible? No, number three, why is there no story?
0: Yeah.
1: W- what happened to the story? Yeah. Is, 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 that, is that what the story of this film is? Is that they're on a quest to find the story? Yeah. Is, is that what this film was about? Hell if I is, know that, is that, I don't remember is that what movie. was going on? <laughs> they were just like, let's, let's journey and find as many mythical monsters as we can in search of a story. Yeah. Cause they, they di- and they didn't find one. It's a sad oh, ending. Oh,
0: no, no. They didn't find one. Of course they didn't. Now, I guess I didn't realize who made this movie. Louis... Le- Louis- I you know mean director? To- yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Louis or Louis is his first name. Oh, it would be Louis because he's French. Um, But he made The Incredible Hulk. And Now You See Me. <laughs> so... Well,
1: Now You See Me is... Terrible. Yeah, well, I've not bad, seen that.
0: So, I mean, he does not terrible. have a good track record. He made one good Hulk... He made one, like, okay good movie. everything else is bad. <laughs> um, so that's... That's fun. And I guess there's a lot of, like, um... Onset rumors of The Incredible Hulk that, uh, Ed, Ed, Edward Norton pretty much directed that movie. So, um... I, he might have made no good movies. So, uh... This one, when I was a kid, also didn't realize how many big names are in this, but seeing this now, I'm like, holy crap, how did everyone get this wrong? <laughs> Sam Worthington, so he's like, I ah, take him or leave him. Liam Neeson. Ra- uh,
1: I will leave him.
0: I have not seen him in enough to really care about him at all. Um, yeah, but uh, then we got, uh, god dang it. I'm bad with names, Aaron. Ralph Fiennes? <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? He's Voldemort.
1: And he, he's Voldemort, and you don't know how to. Pronounce Dude, his name I don't know what names. On. Yeah, Mad- Doesn't he play? Does he play like Hades in this or something? Is that who yes, he's playing? Yes, yes,
0: he's Hades in this one. Yes. Um, Jason Flemings in this. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen is in this. Luke Evans is in this. Like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got you got a solid cast. But outside, outside of how did Sam everyone,
0: they just saw, oh, God, Nicholas Holt was in this, too. Um, anyway, done looking through the cast. Um, who looked at this script and was like, yeah, I'll put my name behind that. Now, we know Liam Neeson will say yes to just about anything. But Ralph Fiennes, man. Come on, man. You're better than this.
1: <laughs> I see he? he was in uh, Harry Potter. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with him. And he's gone. He's, uh, he's left. I, I have insulted him. And uh, I'm not sorry. I do not take back what I said because the Harry Potter movies are overrated. And so I do not apologize. But that also means he probably is not coming back at any point. I I guess I guess this is just me. I am now the sole host of this podcast with no guest posts or the like. So it's just me, just my opinion on film. So if you are not tired of hearing me talk endlessly about various films, now you get to hear it all the time. Just me. Oh, Lacey, Lacey is now back.
0: And uh, you're better than this, Ralph. And uh, I just don't really think that uh, it's a trash movie. Uh, all of the visuals are ugly. This movie is just ugly. It's, I don't know why. This is like after 300. They just wanted everything to be yellow. <laughs> like, every, not everything has to be yellow, man. It's all right. Um, like, I get <laughs> It's like everyone saw 300 and they're like, all right, what do people like about this? And they picked all the wrong things like not that there's much to like about 300 in the first place but like mm-hmm. let's make it a lot of yellow yeah yeah that's good let's make it a, 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 a like a razor thin plot yeah yeah let's do that people like that let's make it weirdly stylized in a way that doesn't fit our subject material yeah. Yes, yeah, do that. Should, should we hire like a list actors? Yes, all of them. How do we get them to be in this movie? They know the original Clash of the Titans. Just tell them it's a remake. I mean, it is, but it's not a good one. But they don't need to know that. I'm like, okay, cool. Should we get rip off Kristen Stewart? Yeah, yeah, she'll be in this movie.
1: Wait, who's
0: ripoff Kristen Stewart? Uh, Kaya Skoladario, Scol- I believe, is how her name goes. Oh, what else does she been? In? Yeah, I see. She really is just ripoff Kristen Stewart. It's like it's like what we've said about Haley Bennett too. Who's just hey, we can't afford uh, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> like here, get get Haley Bennett in this. Get um girl who looks like Winona Ryder in Hellraiser. <laughs> um, although, I think that was probably before Winona Ryder became a name. I don't know when she really no. rose to prominence. Oh, Beetlejuice, I guess.
1: It would have been after Beetlejuice. So. Oh, my
0: God. That's no. really what they were going for, wasn't the, ah, Sorry. We're, we're done with Hellraiser. Um, but, uh, yeah, this movie sucks. I hate it. But not as much as I hate Aaron for what he said
1: about Harry Potter. All right. <laughs> i do not apologize but also i agree that clash of the titans awful movie also i believe it was like one of the first attempts to do like post-production 3d because this came out like shortly after avatar and so they're just like here let's so it like avatar came out in december this film probably came out in like march or april the next year and like in between that time they're like hey let's throw some uh 3d together let's That's something. As one
0: does. Do you remember anything at all about this movie? Because I really don't. I remember how it looked. I remember the actors, kind of. And I remember nothing else.
1: I remember that there was, like, no plot. It was just, Mm -hmm. like, fight monster. Like, they left on their quest. They fought giant scorpions. Then they fought Medusa and all this sort of stuff. That's
0: rip-off Kristen Stewart. It was Medusa, I believe.
1: Yes. Yeah. And of course, I remember Liam Neeson saying, "Release the Kraken," but only because right. that was like in every single and trailer, it's like, okay, well, that's a that's a moment. Oh my god! Also, I remember, I remember, I do remember the like one good moment of this film is when they're like gearing up for their adventure, and then same Worthing team pulls out like the golden owl creature from the original Clash of the Titans. And he's just like, What is this? And some other guy's like, We don't talk about that. Leave that behind or something like that. Because in the in the original film there was this golden owl, like stop motion animated character that was <laughs> following them along for the entire adventure. What? So it's like the so the sole good thing this movie did was mock that.
0: <laughs> Alright. see I didn't know anything about the original, so I would not have remembered that as uh a as that played, so. All right, guys, let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay, I do not even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's gonna bug me if I don't. That's fine, I get that, but you're wrong and I hate you. This is, of course, the segment where we find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. Then we uh, take that review, we take out all the spoiler bits, all the things that would give it away, and then we uh, take. have one of us Read it to the others, and the others try and guess what that movie is. Of course, David isn't with us today, uh, and it was his pick. So Aaron did us all a little little bit of a favor, and he found us a review. So Aaron, what is your review?
1: Yes. All right, well, I have a couple reviews for you, and we're just going to give throw them out to you, see if you can get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so first one. You're probably right. not going to get it. Five stars. Blank, rated film, the phone to the kids is brilliant. That's funny <laughs> film. Ever come anonymous person, it's up by? That's your review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All stars. right. Four stars. Kids loved it, but 13-year-old wanted to give it three stars. We outvoted her with four, nine, and 11-year-old.
0: Okay, something to do with the phone. Four stars. No, I need to know since I'm working with one less partner here. Is the phone is that significant at all? The thing about the phone. I don't
1: think I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. Well, kind of, but I don't want to get you off on this on on a wrong track. But yes, there's a phone in the movie kind of thing. Four stars. Hilarious movie, with a beautiful message. However, I would like to see the story continue with brothers, not with sisters, as the ending made it out to be. Boys need lovable properties to look forward to as well. Oh, um, there's, there's not enough movies out there for boys. No, Oops. none.
0: It's not like half of the ones that are made are, you know, almost made exclusively for that demographic or anything. Um, okay, I'm kinda filling it. Okay, final one. I'm kinda filling it in.
1: Five stars. The duty jokes for the first time forever were not a problem to me in a movie. So a five star it is.
0: See this is where I'm a little conflicted. Because if this if we had done these reviews about Three weeks from now, I would have assumed... You'd think it was the Emoji Movie. I would have assumed it was the Emoji Movie. Um...
1: It is not the Emoji Movie. Yeah, no, I
0: know that, because (laughs) these people have not seen the Emoji Movie yet.
1: Well, that wouldn't stop someone on Flixster from reviewing the movie.
0: No, but I mean, like, it sounded like they've seen it. And let me get this straight. No one's going to see the Emoji Movie before I do, so... Um... (laughs) Um... Oh, my God. Okay, so something to do with the phone, something to do with sisters, poop jokes, a lot of poop jokes, Uh, continue with brothers, not enough boy movies, continue with sisters. See, and then here's my other confliction. I would have assumed maybe Captain Underpants, but that has such a high um, critic rating that it doesn't really fit our game um oh my god can i get a hint can i ask for him do you want
1: if i give you the lead actor i think you might be able to get it okay give me just give me do the you lead want the lead actor. actor yeah uh it's alec baldwin oh hey
0: hey boss baby <laughs>
1: it is the boss baby
0: Oh my god. See that's how memorable that movie is. <laughs> I couldn't even remember it. It came out like barely even. But half it made a year so ago. much money. I will never understand that except for when it's like people who want their kids to shut up for 2 hours. Um all right, well, guys. This has been episode 60 of Reboot already underway. Guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you could find Aaron at little flame dude on Twitter. Uh, this Clever Blog Game is already taken on Tumblr. Remember, we do have our Marvel ranking segments uh, still up. And you can still read them. Uh, we're not taking them down uh, prior to contrary belief. I don't know who believes it, but it's prior. Prior, not prior. Um, contrary, not prior. <laughs> prior. I said prior to popular belief, and I'm like, no, contrary to popular belief. Um, yeah, you can check that out there. Uh, can you tell I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good at writing because I can't f- freaking speak for the life of me. Um, yeah, so uh, check us check check those out there. Uh, if you want to find David around the internet, who uh, you know
1: what he's been here this whole time, David. Yeah, you got you gotta go on the internet and search for David because we've lost him. We don't we don't know where he is. Yeah. He's we he's really lost don't. somewhere out there <laughs> in internet space. <laughs> he's lost and somewhere. You need to help us find him. If
0: you have any info, if you have any info, <laughs> could uh
1: it's it's like it's like it's like Tron Legacy. Mm. He got sucked into the grid and uh we don't know we don't we don't know that, but then twenty years later we're gonna have to go into the grid and rescue him yeah. from his de aged CGI counterpart.
0: Right, 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 right. Or he just hated Spider-Man so much he's like, I just quit. I quit movies forever.
1: That could be it. Or maybe he is Spider-Man. And he had to go solve a crime. Oh, no. Spider-Man doesn't really do any solving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of like, I see you, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> He
1: had to go catch a thief. Yeah. And so, But he didn't want to give away his secret identity.
0: I get you. Cool. Yeah, you can find him at DVEX152S on Twitter um if you want to find me around the internet you can find me at jake underscore lace on twitter jake lace on tumblr uh, again those marvel rankings half of those are up on my blog and also i wrote a spider-man homecoming review you can read that if you like it's probably my favorite review i've written so far so if you let me know how you how you think about it let me know share it if you want it's cool it's cool it's a pretty good movie um yeah, and if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already on Twitter, Reboot Already Underway on Facebook. Um, go follow us there for, of course, all the episodes will be posted up there, all of uh, any announcements, if we ever have any. Um, or, you know, if, if we're taking emails, you can email us. I mean, we're always taking emails. Uh, you can email us at Reboot Already Underway at gmail.com. Um, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have a question. Maybe eventually... If you guys start sending in enough emails, maybe one of our 10-week stints, we can do email listener questions. So, write emails, because I know you people are listening. Uh, We have more followers every time we post something. (laughs) So, we know you're listening. (laughs) Someone send us an email. That's not a threat.
1: It sounded like
0: a threat. It's a little bit of a threat, but it's all right. If you don't send any emails, so we just won't do the segment for a while. It's fine. I mean, I, I really don't care that much, but I want to sound a little imposing for you. Um, and, of course, go uh, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, iTunes, of course, leave us a review. Five stars, because we're just uh, we're five-star men. And uh, it's what we deserve, you know? It's not about deserve, though. It's about what you believe. Eh.
1: What if I don't believe I'm a five-star man?
0: Well, I'll believe that for you, Aaron. What
1: You're if I believe a I'm man. a six-star man? What? And so your puny human rating systems can't, you know, <laughs> well, that's what accurately we, describe me.
0: Well, that's what we call dissociation, Aaron. And uh, you are not an alien. You are a human. <laughs> and I feel like that's a real problem. <laughs> um, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you all again next week with a brand new segment brand new topic brand new everything really except for us we'll still be here and the format
1: brand be, new hosts
0: yeah cricket david cricket will be back but four. we will be replaced
1: with a cricket and a, a, a cat so guys join us next week when we talk about the bye bye man good